Welcome to the Hello Spiritual Podcast. I'm your host, Jose. I'm your other host, Amit. And today's episode, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Um, we've been asking people on our social media platforms to ask us questions, and we let them know that we're going to answer them on our podcast. And today is the episode where we're going to do that. So we actually had quite a bit of questions, and there's some personal ones that I've been asked and some personal ones that Amit has been asked. So he's going to start us off with one of his personal and then start off from there yeah and uh we really appreciate the the feedback that we've been given like through the conversations we've also had um individually uh from these and like the mutual questions that we've been had we, we just love it um one of the questions that i got asked uh, <laughs> to start off was like what's my favorite comedian or top three and to be honest the, mine has changed like every three months it felt like because I haven't been the same person for every three months. It's just been accelerated growth in, in the journey that I'm currently in. But one that like still, two that sort of stand out. Well, one was a uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Oh just, yeah. Just cause like, I couldn't get over that. Uh, the fluffy. <laughs> just check it out. It's the, 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 was it the fat and the furious or something? Or like, it, it was talking about cars and like him, like being this this dude in this this scenario, I was like, mm, I'm gonna come up back with it, you know. It, I, I just enjoy his presence, you know, and it's a familiar presence. And like he makes fun of a lot of things, pushing some different issues, but like in the end of it, it's all in in good fun and a place to get sort of disconnect in. Uh, the other one is uh, you know good old Dave Chappelle, and the what? Only- <laughs> okay, there's a meme talking about like all our, our high school was was just yelling Dave Chappelle quotes back at each, back and forth at each other. And I was like, that is so true. That's all we did. <laughs> so his older material, he has good to relate to as far as nostalgia and whatnot. And he had this like abstract and really real way of like making things funny because comedy is just basically exacerbating a topic, sometimes more of this like politically incorrect or incorrect whatever and just poking fun at it until it's like oh that's kind of not funny but like his last one uh because he, he what he he went out to have a, a family and stuff and he said no to a lot of deals and then he just came back and did a, a show that on netflix mm-hmm. he's done a few on netflix recently so, so then i only seen one there's more i got more i can watch i think he's done like three since he came back on netflix if i'm correct so from him being uh, present in the media, um, I've enjoyed his input because he could have this like really indifferent way of like saying something and then it has this undertone of like, did you really say that? And you just end up laughing. But then there's this serious note of like, you know, he talks about real real time stuff that's going on and I felt he's got a good message, you know. There's that ambiance of this authentic person. That's why I like that. So there's there's one who's Gabriel Glasses, which is just I can't stop laughing and this like I need that laugh directly from that. And then there's the realism with amount of funny that I relate to from Dave Chappelle. So I'd only pick pick two. Oh, do you want me to tell you tell you my fair comedian? I mean, if you want to do interpersonal ones, but like, uh, it's either that or go to your personal question. Um, I I, I just name one. The main one is um, George Lopez. Dude, he just—I remember watching him, and I was just dying from the beginning to the end. He just because I'm Latino, right? I'm Mexican, and I relate to all the jokes he talks about, as far as like 
his tia, his mom, his grandma, how they talk. And then it's just the whole thing just had me die, die. So I just want to say that. So one of the personal ones that I was asked is actually by my cousin. And her and I, we, we have a really good uh, friendship and relationship. And she cracks me up. And <laughs> and when she asked me this question, I started dying because it's, it's, it's hilarious. So I am in a relationship now. I've been in a relationship for a while. And the question she asked me was, what took you so long to stop playing around? <laughs> uh, and, and it's just, it's funny how she worded it. And, uh, but yeah, I, I had some time to think about that question and kind of sit with myself and like really like dig deep and like, what took me so long? Like what kept, kept me from like settling down to a healthy relationship? And it kind of ties into what we talked about the last episode is like, I didn't know my worth. I didn't know what I deserve. I didn't know what that looked like. I knew in my head, I knew what people used to tell me, like, hey, you're worthy, you you deserve better, and, like, you, this and this and that. But, like, yeah, that's what you think, but, like, I don't feel that in my heart. And so, like, I'm, like I probably mentioned a few times right in, episode, in other episodes where, like, I just, I just felt that one day. You know, it was, like, a few months ago where I was home, and, like, I just felt it. I'm like, oh, what? Like, this is what it feels like to be worthy like i'm worthy of anything i'm worthy of love receiving love and it was just it just it just happened you know and um it was funny i kind of that kind of what my my therapist told me she was like it's just gonna happen it's either gonna happen or not gonna happen where you're gonna you're gonna stay in this cycle of like just keep playing this player role or you're gonna like be tired of it want something different and so you know i hit that moment of like yeah I definitely don't want to do this anymore. So, I mean, I just turned 29, so it took a while. So, but I'm, I'm happy to say that I it did happen, and I'm actually really, really happy it did happen because I feel like everyone deserves love. Everyone deserves to be in a really good relationship. I feel like everyone deserves to, to feel all the abundance that we get out of life. Um, there's so much out there to, to receive and, and to give, too. Um, so that's my personal one that my cousin asked me, <laughs> she's going to laugh when she listens to this episode. Um, uh, and so we're going to segue into another one where it goes more in depth about how do we deal with emotional pain? What kind of tools we use to deal with those kind of things? So the word, the way it was worded, it was like, what techniques have you used to heal emotional pain? Uh, I mean, I had an opportunity to kind of sit down and talk about that. And we're thinking it's for me, at least for me, it doesn't just like, I don't heal like right away. Like this journey of healing is, is it continues for a lifetime. Like that's what I learned so far is that I can heal some wounds and I can continue to grow, but like this journey of like healing, so it's gonna, it's, it's always gonna happen. Like I don't think there's an end to it. <laughs> like I'm always gonna be working on something. And when I say work, it doesn't mean like I have to do it. Like ah, oh, like ah, oh, it's work. It's more just like I um, I get to do this right. Switching that mentality, like I get to work on myself. I have these opportunities. So, I mean, the emotional pain is kind of, kind of broad. I mean, there's layers to it. 
I know for me, going seeing a therapist was actually really healing for me. Uh, also reading some books around certain like emotional pain that I'm going through that I could learn from someone else. And also too, just having conversations with other people that have gone through the same experiences and gain some kind of like some sense of guidance through those people as well. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about that one. Those are definitely good tools. Um, changing the verbiage around, I feel that it helps me because we're, we're used to talking in certain terminology, which is we refer to a spiritual set of tools and some are more worn than others in everyone's tool belt is a good metaphor for me. Um, so the tools that I use to heal emotional pain, I feel like for me, my journey, uh, you have I had to acknowledge that there was emotional pain. So for that to happen, there had to be acceptance of where, where, where I was at. And where this was, was pretty, I looked at it as I was in a lower level of deservingness of my presence of on, what am I trying to say? Or redo that one. The there has to be acceptance from wherever I'm at to go wherever I, I'm trying to aim for. I have to like set intentions of this, I guess. And what this looked like for me was like I have basic human level of self worth to be right here and like understand that this thing may have happened: a lowercase trauma, uppercase trauma, uppercase trauma, wherever it, it may be. I have to put myself there and be like, this happened. I can't change it. And then I could start my journey. And that may take different level of work in and of itself, but that's where I had to start. Because if I look at this as a, uh, as a map, I can only go on this route to my destination if I know where I'm starting from. So from there, realizing that those mental notes of like, oh, I act a little bit in, in, in this way because something happened before. There was a feeling of not feeling safe or there was this thing of like, I don't have security or something of the sort. So then it comes into, I need to be in a space where I could cultivate this. You know, we talked about like the or sobriety journeys and like it was a safe space for me to be like, I have like racing thoughts and when this thing occurs and talk with it amongst peers, I'm like, Oh, I do too. This is meditation. You know, like there's, it goes into a, a specific thing of using different tools specifically for that, that thing for me to end up working through it. You know, cause if I keep pushing it away, it's not going to heal. It's just getting compartmentalized somewhere in the back part of my brain. And eventually I gotta, I gotta go take inventory of this warehouse of a brain that I got. And from, me navigating these these emotions that end up coming like i have to figure out what emotions are first of all that that took a lot of work and then from there how do i enact these emotions and how do i create disconfirming experiences around these emotions because then i can live it full circle in a in a better remembrance because if i am afraid of, of something it's probably because something had told me to be afraid of that i need to create a disconfirming experience of putting myself in the place of fear in a safe environment where i walk through it and everything's okay that relives it and now my last point of reference is 
better experience that that better experience from this it creates like even it, it just keeps leveling up there's different levels of that i looked at that i have have had to grow in different experiences with involving self-worth right and then uh it is pushing the edge with these these spaces like how our individual journeys have been so far where we've started making like elbow room like i am deserving of the space right it, like it's like elbow room in in, in in on the dance floor sometimes you just gotta get the way you, <laughs> you gotta you gotta move in some ex exacerbated manners to create that space to be more you right you gotta create this 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 dance and that's what i, I felt i had to do i step into more me what is was it eclectic dancing or eccentric dance? i forgot the name of it but it's where you just feel the music and you, you just let your body move I've done that so many times. People are like, you're such a great dancer. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just moving. <laughs> I'm just moving. And I feel it's the same way with with this, like how do you, what tools do I use with the the pain? Because the pain is, is going to be there. The suffering is optional based off the work that I do. So I, I feel like those are, are, are good baseline tools or like, you know, an outline of like what I've tried to do. But the sub tools to use in these different experiences, like trialing out meditation and meditation is not cross-legged, like on top of a mountain type of thing. That's oh, the way I used to you think. Just be laying down in bed and just be doing it. Meditation is the act of being present. So whatever I'm doing, be it me working on my car, be it me taking a shower enough, just even me saying like, I'm taking a shower or like I am sending my car or like I'm cooking. That's a form of um, meditation. That has helped me with like my racing thoughts and whatnot, and um, journaling. Because of those those racing th thoughts for me, I tend to make list after list after list, and then I'll go back at it because it's out of my mind. I'll go back at it and you know sort through the ones that are actually priority priority in my life right now, or important. And like what I've learned from you is basic like physical sort of movement and like working out and what you're eating you know that that was a, a, a huge point for me because if i'm operating in this 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 vessel of a body how am i taking care of it what is my gasoline what am i feeding myself literally because i had I, I was good at like what am i feeding myself mentally but i can't do none of that if my physical body isn't able to be present in it so those are tools that come up for me. I really love, I love how you kind of started off with acceptance where you're at emotionally. Like that's like the beginning, right? It's understanding where you're at, accepting that, and then, and then now you have a sense of direction, right? Or a sense of start. And then from there, you could just navigate through other avenues to have an idea how to heal that pain. Because, I mean... Um, like our experience, like my experience is different than yours, right? And some of my experience, like I have to use certain tools in order for me to get out what I need to get out of it, right? And then for you, there are certain things you have to do to use to get through that emotional pain. Um, and we're just sharing some things that we use that has been helpful for us. And uh, I think having people in your life, going back to the community, is that you have a, a safe place where you can share these things with another person and it's like hey like i've been there i i experienced the same thing this is what i did or they'd be like hey you know what 
I appreciate you sharing what you're you're going through. I empathize for you. I don't have any experience around that, but do you want some reference? I know someone has gone through the same thing. I could, you know, connect you with that person. Cause I know for me, my ego sometimes wants to like wants to solve everyone's issues. <laughs> like I have all the answers, which I don't. I don't have all the answers. But what I do have experience, right? And if your experience if my experience matches what, what's going on with you, I could share that with you. And it's up to you what you want to do with that experience. At the end of the day, it's 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 up to you. <laughs> like I make and, and I can share all the things in the world, but it all comes down to up to you. I'm like, what are you gonna do with it? So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, because we could go seeking for many things. It is up to us to take it or not. And the, the, another slogan comes to mind, which is uh, take what you need and leave the rest. Basically take whatever some teaching has and just leave the rest. I don't have to agree with everything you know, that, that it says. But it's something that I that resonates with me. I could, I could take that and see how it works for myself. And that's, that's all a choice. It's all a give or take of energy. And whatever energy I'm inadvertently taking in, I'll end up putting out and vice versa. To the segue into the other questions. And a mutual friend asked us, I'm going to say it verbatim, how do you go along a spiritual path without bucking the trend of reality? And basically what I got out of that is like, how do you stay spiritual? How do you not go into what they call it? Like lower, lower power. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Lower power attractiveness or something. I mean, you could just talk about the shadow part. You know, that's that's the negative part about us that wants to pull us into negative thinking, negative behavior, and negative um, situations. Yeah. So, like uh, the the part of like seven deadly sins, I guess if you call it, or shadow work, they're all somewhat related. It's like a part that we don't really want to be in, but we, we, we would like to look at where our tendencies, where our activity around that is. So how do I maintain my spiritual path? I think it's first thing that comes to mind for me is like the, the maintenance of this. I have been told I'm very authentic recently, which is very unnerving for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, people accept me. And the reason why I'm so authentic is like, that rigorous honesty that I have been taught has helped me so much. And then it has allowed other people who are on the same vibrational frequency to like communicate with me, the law of attraction. And also I get to talk about what's actually on my heart because through these other feelings that weren't, through these other feelings that weren't talked about of anger or sadness or fear, I'm able to talk about that now. And this creates space for for me to also say like, yo, this shadow part, is, the, you know, in a general sense, this shadow part is like, come here for me. I, I don't want to engage with this. How do I go engaging with this appropriately? And I think that's a very key point. I don't have to engage in the action, but the mentality around it, how do I walk through that? And then I go deep. I, I, I just, my overthinking. So if I deep dive in every single one of those, I'm like, we going to handle this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And just being around 
people that want to elevate themselves. Because uh, from where I was at before I basically started enacting in this new life, there was that form of lower companionship. What kind of cars did I made? Sounded like... Uh, I wonder if it was uh, my homeboy on the other street. It was a Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounded like a 240. I want a 240. You already have a 240. I want to play with cars. So having community that builds you up in this can also help you maintain. So that that phrase that comes to mind is if you hang around like five million years, you're going to be a six or some of the sort, which I find somewhat true, but like it's the action that I take. I have to cognitively want to be in there. The willingness to actively engage in this maintenance helps me. I got to do these actions to maintain the, the, this life that I have. And just from there, it just elevates it. It compounds. If I lack on that, if the habits that I've incorporated, I lack on it allows space for the old habits to come back because humans are habitual, right? Those patterns that I tried and tested for like 10 years, they may not fully be gone. I may end up reverting back to some of them in another way not just with the same substances, you know, the being obsessive about things doesn't mean I have to go back to substances. So I feel like talking on both ends of this, like what do I do to continue it? And also what do I do when this, this, this part comes up? I mean, both our experience is very similar because we're in the same community and <laughs> we, we practice a lot of the same things and we're pretty much on the same frequency. But what comes up for me is, and I'm, I'm a believer, it's like, you kind of become what you surround yourself with. I, I, I'm just a believer that if, like, let's say back in my days, right, when I was drinking and using, I was surrounding myself with people that drink and use drugs. Like, that's part of the community I was part of. And, like, we enact in the same behavior. So, fast forward to where I'm at right now, like, I honestly don't hang out with the same people I used to hang out with my first year, second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year of sobriety. Like, it has evolved. Nothing wrong with the people I used to hang out with. It's just I'm in a different realm as far as my spirituality and my connection that, I, that I'm at, right? And so, like you touched on the, the maintenance part, the things that we do to maintain the spiritual path. But honestly, like I've, I don't even know what the heck's going on in the world as far as like what people are doing in, in our generation. Like I really don't know. Like I, I don't, I'm not in that realm. So I don't really know what's going on in that realm right like i see clips here and there through social media but like you and i did recently we i did a cleanse on my social media so i don't see that a whole life so i don't really know what people are doing in my generation <laughs> um and it goes back to what i say like i'm just in a different kind of community i'm in a different realm i'm not saying i'm better or less than the other people i'm just in a different path uh so for me that just makes things a lot easier to stay on the path that i'm in because if i'm connected with a a power greater than myself if i'm connected with the people that are in line with what i'm doing it's easier to stay on that path it's when i don't stay connected it's when i don't do the things that are in line with my purpose my path that's when i start teasing the other realm right the other path that i that's going on that i'm not really familiar with but when I'm starting leaning off that my path, like that's that's looks good again, right? Because I'm not practicing what I'm supposed to be practicing, and 
I don't want to go too much into details because some of the other questions kind of ask us about that as far as like what tools do we use what's my morning routine looks like and how does my morning routines help me have a successful day and that's kind of how we're going to say we're into the next question uh so what's your routine like dude like what do you do in the morning like how do you set your intentions for the day and like how does that look for you no the real quick you touched on the the social media aspect of it and i this is one of the things that was like wow i don't watch the news i don't watch what's perpetuated out there and thus i'm not as inclined to compare the people who are meant to be in my circle are meant to be there because the energy that i'm putting out i don't actively go and follow like i the cleanse thing with the the social medias right i'll i have my energy and i put that out and people that resonate with it they wind up um connecting with me then that's my community and those are the people that are on my social media. Those are the people that I see. And I'm like, oh, we're all on the same spiritual. Like that, that, that's where it is. Before it was, oh, I got to have the external validation of like this physical thing. Or like I need to be in this status. And like it, it's all perpetuated by media stuff. And the, the thing that came up to me was like, if you don't find a product and the thing that you're using, you're, you are the product. And it's a whole other conspiracy theory <laughs> topic, whatever, that we covered <laughs> That's lately. a whole different dilemma. But those are one of those are that is one of the tools that I do use, which is like I, I watch what I intake social media wise. Um the other question that was how do you manage your time allowing time for yourself? <sighs> oof. Big oof. Sheesh. So that means self care. <laughs> what do we do for self care? Man, um, if you will sit down and have a conversation with me and I'll tell you all the things that I do, you'll be like, how in the world do you do all this? How do you find self-care time? Like, how do you find time for yourself? And honestly, for me, it's it's really, really simple. I mean, when you're in your purpose, you're doing things that you feel like it's right and like you're in line with your purpose. Like, honestly, it doesn't feel like work. Like, I don't feel as like, oh, my God, or oh man this is hard or i'm tired i mean i do say i'm tired because i'm doing a lot but it's fulfilling it's such a fulfilling feeling uh for me some of the self-care that i do is you know i, I love working out that's just a, a huge part of my my self-care like i i work out probably six times a week and it's just it's part of my main it's part of my my physical my physical health and just it's a way i it's another way I actually wonder phrases. I'm trying to burp. I use exercise to release stress, anxiety, anger, and just that's just how I use it, right? You use yours differently, and um, so that's been a huge part of my life the last few years. But it's always changing, man. It's if you would have asked me this last year, I've probably wouldn't, t- I couldn't tell you I had self care because I was doing so much to the point where, like, I'll leave the house at 6 30 in the morning and I get home at nine o'clock at night. Just a meal prep, shower, eat, go to sleep, and do that all over again. COVID happened and it kind of gave me an opportunity to kind of reevaluate things and. You know, now I put out a set, set time to the side where I'm just watching a little TV or I just read a little bit, 
Or I just, I'm on the phone talking to someone and to try to be mindful of that. I do do a lot, but it's also important to, to rest my body and, 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 and my, my mom, my mind. Like it's really important for me to do that. Cause if I'm in my full masculine, I'm in my head a lot. <laughs> like I'm go, 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 push, 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 push. And sometimes I need to tap into my feminine side, which is come down to my body. How's my body doing? How am I doing? Right? Connect with the body and give that a rest a little bit. Um, so, yeah, some days I'm good at it and some days I'm not. I'm not perfect. Lately, I've been able to do a little more self-care. Take, you know, take a few hours here and there and just take it easy. And not feel guilty about it. That's the hard part. <laughs> It's taking it easy and not beat yourself up for it because I always struggle with if I don't do anything, I'm being lazy, which is wrong, at least for, in my experience. I need to find that balance of like, hey, like I need to take it easy and that's OK. Like like my my uh, spiritual advisor talks about like we just need a freaking uh, mud, mud hole day where you don't do nothing. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, don't do nothing. Like I'm like, I can't work. He's like, nothing, Jose. Stay home. <laughs> Lay in bed and do nothing. I'm like, but how, 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 do you, how do you do that? He's like, just don't do anything. I'm like, how do you do that? Uh, so I, I I implemented that a few times. And honestly, it, it feels really good. I'm like, just don't do nothing. Just lay down and eat and just don't do nothing. Just take it easy. Those are good points. And while you're talking, I started thinking about uh, how do I... While you were talking, I started thinking about like all the things that I do that are somewhat different than, than what you do. Um, I am sort of the opposite in, in the sense of like, I don't like doing a lot and that causes me complacency from like overthinking. So I try to find ways of completing things, feeling fulfilled in planning stuff out and setting a, a, a boundary with myself of like not overthinking that. So what this looks like is I started using this app called uh, the calendar on my phone. <laughs> and I started playing with like, how do I manage my time? I had to look at like, how do I schedule the extracurricular stuff? I, I know how much time like roughly a car repair is going to take and then I'll add two extra two hours, three extra hours to that, depending on what it is. Cause I I've been there. I know, you know, Murphy's law, something may or may not go wrong and have a buffer in there and realizing that I'm human too. I'm not a computer, which is the way that my brain likes to work during the middle of the week. I got to do this, 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 and you touched on the, the, the feminine masculine polarity that each of us has that I can tap into that whenever I want. But also there's these spot checks that I could do in the middle of the day of like, am I doing too much? Is the plan that I created for this day not going to work out? And then do I need to incorporate some of the other things of like, I don't need to force it. It changed for a reason, you know, just like t t today, <laughs> I was going to move my, my, my vehicle. And uh, the the reservation for the trailer got shifted like twice, and now I'm picking up tomorrow. I'm like, but this throws off my whole day. I was like, no, this is, this is exactly how it's supposed to be. And I was hoping that I was going to have some decompression time because I need that. You know, and there you go. Now you got it. 
not the way you wanted it, but it's there. So the other aspect was because of these underlying sort of issues of people pleasing and like, you know, being trained and always say yes in, in everything for all, like, even if it meant like double planning and all this stuff, I would do that. And that wasn't respectful for myself because internally what I'm, I'm sending signals to myself is that I have low self-worth that I have to just continue doing all this until I don't have any energy left. And then I started realizing that the way that I realized that you I had a conversation with you and you suggested doing a balance chart and a balance chart is basically make that circle uh, on a paper and do a pie chart of like the important areas in your life. And then on a scale, well, the variation that I did on a scale of one to 10 from the center to the outside, the center being zero, the outside being 10, where do you mark yourself on that, that thread of the pie? And then draw it, <laughs> draw, draw the abstract circle inside the circle. And where do you feel like yourself is actually lacking? And this is not in a depreciative manner, but just as a gauge. Cause then I'm like, Oh, I wasn't doing car stuff. I was like, I need to plan car stuff. Cause that makes me a more well-rounded being. Right. So I started planning time to do nothing. I literally scheduled a block of time in my calendar to not do anything or have some activity that will help facilitate the inner child to play for me to work on my car for me to just play a video game for me to find another Netflix thing to binge. So everyone's self-care looks a little different, but it's whatever the hell is important to you as an individual is what matters because after you've done those things or after you've had those experiences, you can come back fuller or more authentic. At least in my own experience, that's how I navigate it. So calendar, planning it out, figuring out what I'm lacking, in terms that I could do for myself or maybe with others, call a friend, hang out with friends and then going out and, and doing that. Rest is key for me. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm currently like navigating that right now, but like rest has been key for me when I'm getting a full eight hours ish of sleep. Like I am well rested for the next day and I could navigate stuff much more easier versus six hours, which I'm really, I can't do that anymore. I'm not, not 23 doing four hours of sleep, doing two graveyard, like that, that was insane. But, you know, I did it and like, I realized it's not for me. Um, which sort of goes into, someone else had like three questions for us. First one they said was, tell me about the morning routine. Do you want to start us off? Yeah, my morning routine is, is pretty, pretty simple. It's, um, I, I wake up, I drop to my knees, and I pray, um, and I and I set my intentions for the day. Uh, and then after that, I, I I meditate, and then I, I get my coffee going. It's 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 a must first thing in the morning. And then after I get that going, I I come back to my room and I do some reading, and then I send out all these readings to to people in my community, and so. I do that so I have some kind of like idea how my day is gonna go, and you know, I have, have I guess a plan of my day. But I realized throughout the years that not everything that I plan is gonna go the way I intended to be, 
it's just that's just not <laughs> it's not realistic and when it does i'm like oh wow like the day actually went the way i, I wanted it to go and sometimes they, I, the way I want the day to go may not be the way it should go, right? And just like practicing acceptance around how the day goes. Kind of like here, like today, like you had your day planned out a certain way and there's a little, you know, bumps on the road. And it's like, what? You know what? Let's adjust. Let's recalibrate and, you know, have acceptance around this and move forward. And so my motor routine, it's, it's, it's been the same for the last, I, I say four years. I've done the same routine <laughs> every single morning and i love it actually i, I really enjoy it <laughs> i change up my prayers here and there and i change up some of the readings that i do but it's it's pretty consistent and it's it's that saying is like uh don't fix something if it's not broken and i am i'm a true believer in that and it's it's been working for me so far awesome that sounds like a wonderful way of setting intention for the day the way that I, I go about setting my intention and doing my morning regimen, uh, to me, mine changes, which is, which is interesting. Uh, mine changes from wherever I'm at. Um, but primarily it is waking up, snoozing my alarm once or twice. Cause I do that and <laughs> getting out of bed and, uh, praying. And in this prayer, I have to continuously change it. And it's something that I've realized for myself that I have to just keep it fresh or pray or say something in a different way to set the same sort of like intention of like whatever the opportunities come today, like help me handle it. And then uh, mine is making my breakfast, getting tea and sitting down and doing doing morning readers as well and sending it out to those mutual group group text that we are that we're in and then also receiving what because I'm, I'm in a, a few group texts and they, they all send something that's important and like i don't know out of like those five to 15 readers that i see in the morning one of them is going to resonate because if i set my attention to the day of like you know pray let me have the opportunity to be more available to whatever you're going to send me today and then i incorporate these reader readers daily meditation something to think about throughout the day that it's going to help me grow. It's positive language. Like then I may be more receptive to it. And from that, I could take that to my, through my day, you know, and then I'll check my, my, my social media messages that are important. And I'll, what I've been doing recently is I've been muting them for about eight hours to be more present at work. And then I'll go, I'll usually listen to a podcast on my way to work, or if it's my day off to some music that I'm vibing with and, What's that look, what that looks like, because I'll do it around the same type of music, unless I'm, I'm in a really hyped mood, but mostly lo-fi music, because I've realized that the lower like beats per minute or like the smoother melodies without lyrics help my brain think. It's like this theme music for me just being me, which is kind of interesting, and it makes my life a little more, I don't know, makes me more present. And... Because why are these important to you? It's important to me because I feel like having structure and some repetition, some vague repetition of like the actions that I do a day help me because I'm not, let me rephrase this. I was not usually a morning person, but doing these activities, like I can wake up at a certain time and start my day off earlier and it tells my body I'm awake. 
So sometimes on the weekends, I'll actually incorporate some, some yoga in there to just start the exercising early, start the movement early. And it, it, it helps me keep myself in check. Cause if I set my intentions throughout the day, at the beginning of the day, it helps me remember it throughout the day. And I could spot check and self check in the middle of it and be like, am I, am I amplifying this emotion? Am I really excited in a certain way or am I fearful or something? And like, what I need to do to resolve this or not resolve it and sit with it. Um, why are these things important to me? Hmm. Cause it keeps me sober. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the main reason why I do it. Cause it keeps me sober, man. It, it, it just keeps me connected with a power greater than myself. It keeps me connected with my intentions for the day. It just, it, it keeps me connected with my spirit and my mental space. Um, it's like I said, I've been doing it for the last four years and there's a few days when I don't do it. And like, I don't really have a good day. Because I didn't set my attention. I didn't. I didn't connect myself with something power greater than myself. I'm running off what Jose wants to do, <laughs> and every time that happens, it does. It's not a good day. Um, so that's the main thing. It 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 just keeps me sober, and I and I, lo I love structure. I work really well with structure. If you give me directions, I'm gonna follow it. <laughs> I'm just. It's if you, if I don't have structure, I am a freaking mess. Like I I don't know what the heck to do. I'm like just walking around like what do I do what do I do you just give me some structure and I and I follow it and um so that's like the main reason why it's important to me and and the third one it says and how do they say you up for success in your day it's I mean we pretty much said in the beginning it's attentions for the day and one thing that I, I always uh, talk about amongst my peers and the people I hang around with it it's like it's great saying attentions it's great doing these prayers meditations in the morning but like it's, it's follow through. Are you following through those things? Are you really doing what you say you're doing in the morning? Like, I'm a true believer. It's like, yeah, that's great. You're praying, meditating, all this stuff. But, like, what are you doing about it throughout the day? <laughs> that's where it really matters. <laughs> for me, for me, that that's just my personal experience. And, um, yeah, and it just gives me an opportunity to just, just get out of Jose, see where I could be a service. If I'm working that day, how can I be a service at work? How can I participate at work? How can I be the best person I could possibly be at work? And uh, there's parts that I, there's other parts that I do is like, I do like little check-ins throughout the day. It's like, how am I doing today? Like if something's coming up, like what am I doing about these things? Like, why am I feeling fearful? Why am I irritated at my coworker? Oh, is it because like, he's not doing what I want him to do? It's like, maybe he's doing it right. <laughs> like my way is not always the right way to do it, right? And like, I have to check myself. Um, and then at the end of the night, I just kind of do like an inventory. I just, you know, fall to my knees and then I'm just like, Hey, how did I do today? How was my day today? Did I follow what I said I was going to do in the morning? If I didn't, all right, cool. I just do a better job the next day. I just don't beat myself up for it anymore. Um, it's just a great way to live life. <laughs> I'm just, I'm telling you right now, like having this kind of structure of like saying intentions in the morning, praying, meditating, and then falling through throughout the day and having a little spot checks and then having that moment of like of a check-in at night and it's like how did i do today like maybe you had a shitty day all right all right you had a shitty day all right let's do better the next day it's okay um and if you need to dig deeper like write down like what kind of feelings came up like 
what were you what were you getting that came up for you that day, right? And then do some other work that we talked about in our previous episodes, like some inner child work, right, or some other work. So that's been has been a it's been a beautiful journey to have this kind of like lifestyle. It's I I can't imagine any different, dude. <laughs> I get excited talking about that. That's dope. The the thing you mentioned about the structure is you don't do well with structure. I started reflecting on what did that mean for me. And what I realized is these morning routines and also the nightly routine, which you also touched on, which I think is also equally as important. They allow me to be a more well-rounded individual because then I'm not acting on any one emotion. I'm acting on like what my true self would, would be like. And that allows me to create my own structure because me naturally being me list after list with this plan. And like, I, I could dude, I could direct so many things that I don't need to. <laughs> so what this allows me to do is allows me to humbly create a structure for my life and incorporate myself into it, which is why I feel like I, I, I can be an effective individual now. It's just the way that I enact on, on it has changed over the years. So setting the intentions in the morning and then review, reviewing them, revisiting them at night in correlation with like the meditation when, because I, I do it more infrequently now, um, it allows me to be well balanced and incorporate myself, incorporate myself as an effective individual in society today, or at least in my own communities so far. And it allows me to be more me because I, while I'm creating this structure um, for, you know, going to my job and then being of service to other individuals when I, when I mindfully plan it, I also created this space where I could do the things that mean a lot to me, i.e. the cars and segment that into trying out this like business thing that I, I have going on and seeing how that, that, that's a whole well-rounded thing for me. And that's where I'm at in my life. The nightly thing is to key in on that really quick. The journaling of revisiting my day that has helped me a lot because at the end of the day if i'm not reviewing the conversation i've had in prayer and what my intentions i have i can't really i I had trouble gauging the next day because if i have nothing to base myself off of in the next day acceptance of whatever the day went like i set intentions if i meet it 40 percent, okay that's let, let, let's see where this goes tomorrow. That's fine. If I'm at 110%, all right, then let's, let's see what, what else we got to do. It's the acceptance of where I'm at and also visiting, acceptance of where I'm at and also viewing where I've gone throughout the day to then let it out of my mind because then I don't got to worry about it. That, that was one of the key things that helped me with the insomnia as well. Get it out of your mind and onto paper. So those are the questions that uh, we received for this episode. We had a wonderful time of like talking about it and like sort of <laughs> also seeing what it actually meant to us as individuals in this conversation. Um, we'd like to open up future questions and comments in another episode in the future, but feel free to hit us up on our social media platforms and just have a conversation. 
Was there anything that you want to add? Um, not really. I, I think, yeah, it was a cool experience answering all these questions and kind of, you know, hear our stories behind that. And yeah, it just, it just kind of brings a lot of gratitude that people are engaging in our podcast or enjoying what we're playing now and having some really good conversations with people. So I'm really, really appreciative that you guys are doing that. And, and you guys are tuning in, man, taking time out of your day to listen to us. Like that's, that's dope as fuck. Like, <laughs> like who would have thought, you know, people would be listening to us talk. <laughs> so I, I, I'm definitely grateful and, and thankful that all you folks are designed to, you know, tune in and check us out. So appreciate that. Right on. And like, likewise as myself, I'm glad that stuff resonates that we stuff resonates with you that we say, and we talk about the conversations I've also had are pretty re rewarding in their own right. Where people are saying like, Oh, that I related to that. I experienced that. I'm like, this is pretty awesome. You know, it, it rounds out that, that gratitude around what we're trying to do and what this purpose, purpose of this podcast is for. So, with that being said, um, feel free to hit, up, uh, hit us up on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, uh, Jose at Jose, a.k.a. Che, me at ASG240, or the mutual podcast page that we've set up at Hello Spiritual Podcast. Feel free to send any questions, DMs, or just even see what we have posted on our individual stories. And also, if you have any audio needs, shout out to our producer, Derek. You can find him on Instagram at D underscore S N E D dot W A V. He'll really mic check you. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll catch you on future episodes. Yep. Have a have a good one. See it. Peace out. <laughs>